Hello and welcome to Fitness on a Friday. Myself, Liam Hanford. Every single Friday, I chat all things health and fitness. Look, guys, welcome back to today's show. Again, looks like the weather has changed for the worst. Again, as Ned Shack would say, winter is coming. Um, we're sort of, I suppose, moving in towards the winter months and we'll all be wrapping up well. So today, I'm going to discuss common fitness mistakes and I suppose fitness and diet mistakes that I commonly hear that's kind of out there now and I think it seems that a lot of people kind of fall into these sort of fitness traps I suppose. I'm going to say at the start if my voice sounds a bit croaky I don't know what's up I think I have a bit of the man flu or something and as they say the show must go on. Okay so again common mistakes so a lot of times you can hear people say I don't eat that bad for breakfast I just had a coffee and this is one of the things where it could be I just had a muffin I just had such and such right so when it comes to would say break down with coffee like for example if you get one of these fancy Starbuck, Macchini, Racchinios, whatever the fuck they're called. They're, a lot of them are loaded with calories. So again, like that, it can be fine if you're actually tracking it. But if you're not tracking these coffees, then like you can be still overspilling into your surplus. And again, like that, when it comes to something like a muffin or something like that, like a lot of times people like to have something sweet in the morning when they get up. And again, trying to eliminate might be difficult, but maybe trying to reduce it a couple of times per week instead of having it five days a week, maybe have it four or three times a week. So I suppose my main point there is being in control of the calories. And again, like that, trying to make a healthier food choice in the morning time where you're going to save a few calories and maybe push back the sweeter stuff for the evening time because you could bank a few more calories and maybe you could have more than just your chocolate muffin because if you're going in straight away and you're eating something like that and you like very low protein and sometimes it's good to I always find it's good to have a good heat of protein first thing in the morning after your body has been fasted from the night before and will speed up the muscle recovery and will help more with more protein synthesis and help you to build and maintain mass and again you might be thinking to yourself who the fuck eats a muffin first thing in the morning well I'm telling you now I've seen people eat leftover Chinese leftover pizza from the night before so <laughs> people do eat this kind of stuff in the morning I know again this one kind of adds on I suppose to this first point smarter food choices so again if you may like a smoothie in the morning your best bet is to actually make it fresh yourself rather than going in and buying one from the so-called shelves we've all seen that the comparison of certain smoothie brands and they're like five and six hundred calories and x amount of sugar in them again like that if you are someone who enjoys something like that in the morning gives you a nice little fresh kick in the morning then go buy your frozen stuff yourself go buy your frozen strawberries your frozen blueberries pineapple whatever you like in your smoothie buy it yourself again you will save a bit of money and again like that you will save a lot of calories because again as i said a lot of those are packed with artificial sweeteners not even so much artificial sweeteners but they're packed with extra bits of sugar and stuff so that, so again you could be saving calories by making it yourself and again like that Sometimes a smoothie or something like that might be the best choice for a person because, for example, if you're someone that's very hungry in the morning, I don't think a smoothie is going to fit that, fill that gap. Like for myself, I find that, you know, it's easy to drink your calories. So if you were supposed to eat that sort of fruit, if you were supposed to, if you were going to sit down and eat a banana, eat strawberries, blueberries, pineapple, whatever it is, you'll actually feel fuller after eating it physically rather than drinking it down because the the calories are just a lot easier to drink down than eat whole. So again like that, it's up to you. But if you are a person that kind of struggles to get hit the food in the morning or struggles to eat breakfast in the morning and feels they need a breakfast or need something inside them, maybe go and for something like that, blend them one up and have it yourself would be ideal. You may have heard me dog Marley in the background there having a growl, so <laughs> do try and ignore it. I'm not gonna edit it out because I'm not gonna repeat myself. <laughs> but yeah, you probably will hear him throughout this episode today. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, so moving on. So going from like the whole wheat foods or the, I suppose, the so-called quote-unquote better food choices, this can be a real mistake people can fall into thinking that they're having a healthier option or whatever. Yes, it could be more nutrients-dense, but again like that, when it comes to calorie for calorie, it might be as so. So for example, you might be going for your whole wheat pasta or your whole meal. Whole wheat pasta, is that right? Whole wheat pasta compared to your regular, the regular pasta. But if you look calorie for calorie, it's not that much different the difference. It's the same, same with bread and stuff like that. That's another one people are like, I talked about before about, oh, I stopped eating bread, I lost X amount of weight. No, you stopped eating the calories that are in bread and maybe you didn't replace them calories. So 
again like that you could be gluten intolerant if you are then fair enough but like you know foods like bread and stuff that aren't making you fat it's the overconsumption of calories that's making you gain weight or get fatter so again like that there is no good or good versus bad foods they're just foods that are higher in calories there's foods that are less nutrient dense and again like that obviously you want to try and be going for the foods that are more higher in nutrients more higher in protein moderate carbs and moderate fat again it goes on to the next kind of thing of common mistakes is falling into some diet trap of going vegan or going paleo or whatever now for example let's say vegan a lot of those vegan foods are out there now yes they, they supply i am vegan i am healthy but they still contain calories and they can still be quite high in calories as well because of the less protein they're gonna have to increase the fat content so like foods like they just be aware of foods like that because just because you're eating vegan foods doesn't mean that you're magically going to lose weight and again like that is when someone goes on a low carbohydrate diet they think oh this is amazing i've lost so much weight but what happened there is you've reduced your carbohydrates so you're going to your water's going to drop down and then you're going to just be lighter on the scale and more than likely a couple of weeks later that weight will fluctuate back up it's just you've lost a bit of water in the muscle or so but again like that a lot of people find that low carb works for them because they like foods that are higher in fat that's fair enough but if you are someone that just wants to lose a bit of weight doesn't really care what they're eating then again just hit your calories keep the protein high as always say and moderate uh, moderate to low both carbohydrate and fat just depends on what you prefer to eat so just play around with those two at the end of the day it is calories in versus calories out i'm not sure again how my voice sounds on this today i'm sound like i'm going to keel over or something i am finding the shortness of breath when i'm trying to talk anyways i'm moving on okay so another thing that uh, common mistakes is or not in common mistakes just stuff that people kind of don't really think about is their dips their dressings that sort of thing on their food so again there are some loads and loads of low calorie options again a simple example it probably sounds so straightforward but it does happen like for example, you have Weetabix in the morning and you're putting on two spoons of sugar on it. Swap that sugar out for some spoon for stevia, some sort of sweetener. Don't be worried about the sweetener. They're not going to kill you. Look, get the zero calorie option at the end of the day. Less calories, more than you're in a better chance of being in a calorie deficit and a better chance of losing weight and getting hit in your fitness goals. So again, look for the low calorie options when it comes to your your red sauce and stuff like that there's always those 50% less sugar sauces like that try and use a sparingly rather than just turn on a plate of chips and putting half a chips like another half red sauce <laughs> you know find them lower calorie options that you can use as a dip on your foods and again big common mistake and I've talked about this a hundred times before going all out or being total elimination diet and start doing crazy amounts of cardio crazy amounts of weight training sessions without taking it slow and steady approach like people have this misconception that it has to be absolute torture when it comes to weight loss and i think this is why so many people fail because they go in all balls in and do like crazy low calories crazy amounts of weight training crazy amounts of cardio when they've done nothing as i said all year long like it's way more beneficial to take things really slow and what i mean by that is like start going to the gym and do it all year long even if your diet isn't 100 i know they'll say whatever 80 percent diet 20 percent training but if your diet is middling and then at least then, if you're exercising all your life, you only have little bits of stuff to do here and there. Just a bit of a diet cleanup. As I said there, I mentioned the Weetabix in the morning. Swap it out, get rid of the sugar, put in some sweetener. Look at your calories in general. Start tracking your body weight. Start tracking your food. Start weighing your food out if you need to. You know, little things here and there can make a massive difference to your progress. And it doesn't have to be the chicken, broccoli and rice. I think I've said this in every single episode. <laughs> but it doesn't. Like, you know, you can have the foods you enjoy. You just have to have less of the higher calorie food. So again, if you're having a couple of takeaways per week, reduce it to once per week or even once per month two, every two weeks. Stuff like that will save you in the long run. And if you don't look at your diet as something that's torture or that everything is off the cards. I never have anything off the cards. I just try and eat less of it. Like, you know, not try and have a takeaway every single week. You know, maybe leave it for a couple of days or even if you do want it once a week then fair enough 
fit it into your calories or you know if you're someone that has a really bad health habits rather even it's not just food maybe you smoke a lot or probably drinking too much booze or whatever you know start reducing some of that stuff and you know you are making progress then rather than you just eliminate and going complete cold turkey like you know you could say to yourself look i'm going to try and cut back on the fags and i'll try and improve my workouts i'll try and go to the gym a little bit more or i'll try and eat a little bit more veg you know stuff like this and that has a compound effect on if you start limiting everything, trying new things the whole time, kind of keep adding in this, that, and the other, it's going to ruin your progress because you will stop. Like eventually, it'll be just too much, and you're like, "Fuck this! I'm not doing this again." And then again, a year will pass, and you're back to square one. Then when you want to restart again, so you just got to eliminate the bad habits slowly and then start adding in some stuff that's going to benefit you like i remember before i think i talked about this before when these this, this new donut crowd came to town and i really craved one for a week and then i just kept on about i really want really want one and i eventually got one on the friday and to be honest with you it was a bit of a letdown and i can probably count in my hand the amount of times i've had one since and that was fucking two years ago at this stage Do you know if you really want some certain food you as well just have it rather than put it uh, rather than say oh i'm going to be really good i'm going to be really really good and i'm going to not have this and i'm going to be really dedicated and you know what's going to happen there is eventually you will have it and maybe you won't be able to stop yourself from eating more of them it's like if you say for example you as i said before if i was someone that really enjoyed a donut rather than be buying a four pack out of a friday maybe i was better off buying one every other day and fitting it into my calories you know it's stuff like that because sometimes it can have a bad knock-on effect if you were someone that just like craves something and then you know did you ever get a takeaway and then you kind of want something else afterwards that always happens to me like so that's why i try and say to myself well look i'm going to have one maybe once a week or once every two weeks so then i don't feel that really urge to eat it it was like the other night when i got fucking um doritos i got the red pack of doritos and i just knew well like i'm not going to leave that bag there till the next morning so i just had to fucking lot like whether bought one of the single individual bags the small bags every other day i wouldn't have really craved that bag then like because you know what you know what they're like once you have one you keep dipping hand in but you know if you went to a shop and buy a single packet, you're not it's very rarely going to run back up the town again and buy another bag, you know. So stuff like that can really help. And again, like that, you're not technically eliminating the food or your diet. You're just controlling when you have it. And maybe you control when you're going to have days when you want to eat whatever you want. You can still do that. It's just what happens with people is they over-restrict for so long and then they binge and then they cannot come off that binge. They just say, fuck it, it's all done. Like, for example, if I went in there like that and I had a takeaway, I had loads of Christmas and everything, my weight is going to be up the next morning and it could be up by a kilo or two. And am I going to think to myself, oh my God, I've gained two kilo overnight? Not really. You've probably gained a little bit of water and stuff like that. It's something like you have to eat over like 3,500 calories to gain one pound of fat over your maintenance calories. Something like that. Don't quote me completely off it. But there's something mad like that. Now, again, it just is that knock-on effect. You know, the next day, I'm not going to go into the gym and overdo it and do loads and loads of cardio. I'm just going to go back to my normal calories the next day and then just start fresh again. And again, that weight will eventually drop down. It's, it's one of those things where I said to people, I talked about before when, when it is about tracking your weight and people say it's obsessive. Yeah, but if you're just writing down that number and you take your average over the week, you will see that like, you know, not every single day you're going to weigh the same. It's going to be up and down. And again, people kind of get this thing of like not hopping on the scale because they don't have a bad relationship with the scale. Fair enough. But like, if you're not going to know where you're at, like at the amount of times someone will say, well, I'm 11 stone something and then they weigh themselves in the 12 stone something, you know, that's an extra stone they have to lose. So if you don't keep track of stuff like that and just kind of keep an eye on your weight, try and control what you're eating with food wise and you know, you will be better off. And it's just little bits. You don't have to be dead certain every single day. I'm going to hit this X amount of calories. I'm going to hit this amount of grams of protein. You know, it's all about ranges you have to hit. And if you're just 80% right or 70% right, you know, you're going to make progress long term rather than 
being so rigid in your in your ways of this amount of protein per day, this amount of calories per day, every single day, X, Y, and Z. And if they're really low calories, when you've overreduced, like you will get results faster, but you're not going to stick to it long term. And that knock-on effect is very hard because I don't know if you've ever seen when, where bodybuilders or bikini models will go down, will uh, diet down for a show, and after that show, they just eat everything inside and their weight balloons up. And a lot of them, like they have struggled then to get back to where they're at like so again like that obviously that's not probably not the healthiest way to be being under being under 10 percent body fat into that single digit body fat range isn't that healthy long term because you're not going to be able to maintain it but like you see where people have over restricted for a period of time and then they just overdo it then and over binge and then they'll have to work all the way back so again like that if you take anything from this episode i'm going to tell you now is do everything slow and steady and give yourself plenty of time to make changes and make mistakes along the way so then you won't for example, like maybe you could try a couple of different breakfasts out. You don't got to stick to the same one every time. If you did, obviously, you might get results faster. But does that mean you're going to stick to that long term? Like I said before, when I talk about myself, when it comes to eggs, I haven't had eggs in fucking weeks. I just get sick of them if I have to mind them after a while. Again, I can just swap that out for something else in the morning. Maybe a protein shake or a Greek yogurt or something like that. Just find different things that you can do to keep it all interesting and keep you on track. And again, as I said, slow and steady is the only way to do it. Okay, guys, that's it for me today. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Like always, every single episode is uploaded on a Friday. So if you're a new listener, please do check out my previous episodes. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, please drop it up on your face Instagram stories. It really helps get the episodes out there and gets my message across. So I will chat you all next week. Thanks.